You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I am a part of the Canadian Bombers! Let's go, Bombers! (laughs) Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Curra. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, hunt! Welcome, everybody, to Tune Out CFL Live, the sequel. I'm Ryan Sanderson, host of the Eat More Barbecue podcast on the Alberta Podcast Network. Powered by ATB. I'm super excited to be here today and to welcome you all to Booker's Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack in Calgary, Alberta, host of the Grey Cup 107. Just a reminder if you're live tweeting, Instagramming, uh, Facebooking during the event, please tag us with hashtag to and out live. As you find your seats, get comfortable. I just want to acknowledge a few folks who have made this event possible. I'll be introducing our hosts of the podcast, Travis and Ty, in just a couple of minutes. But we also need to show some love for Karen Unlin, the mastermind behind the, this event and the Alberta Podcast Network. I was hanging with Karen for a bit last night. She was quite anxious about how this was all going to go. So please, let's uh, give Karen a real warm Calgary welcome. <laughs> just to let her know everything's going to be just fine. Our man on the recorder today is Calgary's own Kyle Marshall of Media Lab YYC. Kyle hosts two podcasts of his own on the Alberta Podcast Network and also works with other podcasters at Media Lab YYC, which is a podcast recording and video editing studio here in Calgary. Kyle has generously donated his time today, so please be sure to check out Media Lab YYC and listen to his podcasts, Putting It Together and Creative Blog. Give it up for Kyle Marshall. And lastly, let's give a big thank you to our location host, Booker's Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack. For 21 years, Booker's has been serving up awesome southern barbecue favorites here in this great location, and they've just been awesome to work with uh, putting this event together. I approached Fallon back in the summer about it, and uh, I hadn't even told her the whole thing, and her words were worrying. So they've been awesome. Thank you. And be sure to take advantage of the happy hour specials that Booker's is offering to all the ticket holders with that red wristband, and Fallon, the general manager here, is going to be a part of the show a little later on. All right, folks, just before we get this going, I know we've had a lot of people that have traveled to be here, and I know there's that other thing on Sunday, but we, we all know this is the main event. So quick, uh, let's just see, who's traveled from outside Calgary? Let's hear where you're from. Saskatoon. <laughs> Lloydminster. <laughs> Vancouver. Winnipeg. <laughs> Tokyo. Whoa! Wow. I think we have a winner. Awesome. Welcome, everybody, to Calgary. This is great. So let's uh, get things going here without any further delay. Put your hands together for Travis Curra, Brazilian Thai, and the 2 and Out Live CFL podcast. All right. All right. Yeah, we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. I'm Travis Curra, joined by Brazilian Thai. Wow! <laughs> All right, uh, sociable? (laughs) You guys sound like it's Thursday afternoon. (laughs) Sociable! Sociable! All right, you'll get better as the show goes on. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Calgary for the 107th Grey Cup. I know there's a million other things you could be doing right now, but you're hanging out with us goofs here today. Joe Pritchard is going to be here talking to us about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers from the Rouge, White, and Blue podcast. Podsky Wee Wee, Mike Graham is here. And Derek Dennis of the Calgary Stampeders is going to be taking me on in a brisket eating contest. That's what these are. These are scales. I think we start with four pounds after five minutes. (laughs) We see how much we got left. We weigh it, and that will be the winner of the uh, brisket contest. 
I'm not going to be in good shape. The pierogies did a number on me last year in Edmonton. <laughs> that, that, I, mean, I, feel, I don't feel any, any pity for you at all or any <laughs> sympathy because you bring this on yourself. I ended up in an outhouse on the Saturday night. It was about minus 25, the last place I wanted to be of Grey Cup Saturday night. But that's where I was. Okay. <laughs> So, since we are in a bar this year, does everybody like the setting? Yeah! Everybody gets to have a beer, they get to have some food, so I think we should uh, come up with the two and out drinking game right now. Is this going to be better or worse than the Rod Smith drinking game? <laughs> oh. It's Rod Black, buddy. <laughs> or Yeah, Rod Black. Sorry. Can I say one thing? Okay. Coaching carousel. Okay. <laughs> There's a drink. Uh, shopping like a mother. That's a drink. <laughs> Allegedly? That's another drink. <laughs> okay, Brazilian Ty's mom is in the house, and this is maybe the most anticipated guest in two and out history. <laughs> we've talked to the CFL commissioner, we've talked to all kinds of people, but Janice is going to be joining us uh, shortly. Do you have any questions for your mom, Ty? Why? <laughs> Uh, but before we really start with the madness, we'd really like to invite Brian Warish into the stage. He hosts the BC Lions Den podcast. It is a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Uh, we did this thing last year, not only to have fun and have everybody in the same room, but to uh, raise some money for CFL fans fight cancer. And Brian is a big part of that. It is coming up on Saturday, and Brian... We'll get to this, but this looks like the biggest CFL fans fight cancer of all time. Um, how did this all start? Uh, it actually started in Hamilton. Uh, a fellow named Jared Harris started it. I think he started it for the um, Toronto Rock lacrosse team. And when Ron Lancaster of the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, came down with cancer, he started. He brought it over to the CFL. So uh, our first event was in 2005. Wow. Really small. And, uh, yeah. Guys like Randy Newman and, uh, you know, a host of other fans have, have put this thing together. Cam Hayglass. So many, so many fans have come together to help us, help us build this thing. And, uh, you know, for the last, I think, since 2005, we've raised over $75,000 wow. for our cancer yeah. charities. That is really, that's absolutely amazing here. So it's coming up on Saturday, 12 until 3. I guess the Cowboys Casino Complex... What do you know about this Saturday's event? Is it looks huge. What I do know, there's going to be a lot of players there, uh, mostly from the Stampeders, maybe a few others as well. Uh, we have the most prizes that we've ever had. Uh, I guarantee if you come to this event, you're going to walk away with something pretty cool. So um, there's going to be a live band. It's going to be hosted by Big Brother Canada and CFL Horseman host Ryan Ballantyne. So, um, you know, it's just going to be a huge event. And I, I urge everybody to come because there's going to be some really cool stuff there. That is awesome. So check it out this Saturday from 12 until 3. It's raising money for Wellspring Calgary. And I should mention from ticket sales today, we're starting it off with a $450 donation to CFL Fans Fight Cancer. But, Ty, you, you're able to add something to that. Uh, as of right now, the t-shirt sales that we did uh, starting in September yeah ish uh, they're up right around $200 we do have a couple of extra shirts here if people want to buy a black one or the extra ones we have uh, and that all the proceeds now because what what has been paid Because <laughs> uh, what's been paid has covered the cost, so everything we get now is just gravy, and it's just going to go right into that uh, donation. That's awesome, and I want to thank you guys because you. Uh, you know you guys have done this for a couple years now, and uh, we really appreciate your support. And it's a great kickstart for the event on Saturday. So I urge everybody to come out; it's going to be awesome. Quickly about football, uh, who do you? <laughs> <laughs> is going to be the coach of the Lions next year and who do you want to be the coach of the Lions next year because it could be a different answer um <laughs> anybody but Jason Moss <laughs> I think I'm that's, sorry I think that's every team in the league right now 
The Eskimos can keep him. Um, I, I really don't know who's going to be the coach. I mean, Ed Hervey is kind of all over the place these days. Um, I was a little disappointed that uh, Devon Claybrooks was, was let go. Uh, I thought he deserved another year to try and fix things. But, uh, you know, from what everybody's hearing, it's... Uh, Rick Campbell or maybe Paul Lapolis and Ryan Ballant tells Ryan Valentine tells me today it's going to be Mike O'Shea. So I really have no no clue um, who it's going to be. But I don't think if Mike O'Shea wins the Grey Cup, he's he's going anywhere. Um, but I don't know. It, it's a it's a toss up. I, I think it's going to be somebody with a with a proven track record, somebody who's awesome. been a been a coach for a while. But obviously, it's uh, got to be. Uh, got to be fixed pretty quickly here (laughs) all right brian hey thanks so much for joining us on stage man man. and uh, we'll see you on saturday at cfl fans fight cancer all right now it's time to invite maybe our most requested guest ever to the stage she is actually two and out's biggest fan so come on up, Janice. She has a glass of wine. She has oh, good. Her, training, her training cards pinned to her shirt. I actually autographed her shirt last uh, live show in Edmonton. <laughs> so Ty has no idea what I'm going to ask him right now. Because the original idea for this is I was going to do a speed dating round for Ty. Um <laughs> And I don't think he wanted any part of that. But Janice, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Ty tells me that you have been researching, like, all the stats in the CFL. You wanted to get really, really pumped and uh, ready for this show. Uh, One question, though. Who do you think (laughs) is going to win on Sunday, Janice? (laughs) <laughs> you got the research. Let, okay. let, let me get my notes. <laughs> okay. Who is going to win the Grey Cup on Sunday? I'm going to go with Hamilton. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Winnipeg has made the most Grey Cups. But they've only won less than half of them, so... She's done more research than us. <laughs> That's all I do during the week. I might have a new co-host in 2020, I'm just saying. Yeah, so they haven't won since 1990. They're calling it the Drought Bowl. You think that's going to keep going? I'm thinking so, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Lord willing. <laughs> all right. Uh, and I, I did research. Uh, okay, what else do you got? <laughs> Little bit of fantasy football. Whoa! So the the you... latest in CFL news. Okay. And a little bit of nonsense. <laughs> I was really worried about where that was going to start. Okay. Uh, how long have you listened to the show? Because I don't know if you have, you have you listened since the beginning. I haven't listened since the beginning, but I have listened to every podcast as of last week. Oh, wow. Okay. So what did you think when Ty got a Brazilian wax in 2015? I mean, when he told you that, were you proud? Were you wondering what happened? He, Why? He really shouldn't make bets when he's <laughs> drinking. Um, so I just shouldn't make bets. <laughs> Um, I laughed at him, and I told him, because that was, what, two or... 2015, th- when yeah, the Eskimos but, won the Great Cup, yeah. But was it two or three days before you guys were going to a game of some sort? Yeah, yeah. and it was about minus 15 for that yeah, game or something um, like that? I, I told him that he would be itching like he had a bad case of crabs come that day. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where to go. So, <laughs> to the clinic, it sounds like. <laughs> so on this show, we talk about food a lot, and that's probably why we're here at Booker's Barbecue, to be honest right now. But we get tweets nonstop. Tyrell is the pickiest eater on planet Earth. Has he always been like that? If it didn't look like a chicken nugget or a french fry, 
Those are the exact words I used last night. I wouldn't need it. <laughs> so if Ty wants to go on a fancy date with somebody, that's the end goal here. Because at that 2015 Grey Cup, there was a little bit of a romance. Stop. Uh, that ended Grey Cup Sunday night. I don't think he's talked to her since. But he's still got her on Facebook and things like that. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> where would he go? I mean, Ty, where would you take her to eat? You can't just go get nuggets. <laughs> some Burger Kings have the play place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. We were going to do some speed dating here. What Christmas is just a couple few weeks away. What kind of girl would you like Ty to bring home for Christmas dinner on the, in a <laughs> next month? <laughs> I'd like to go back to the speed dating. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. What do we need to know about Tyrell? <laughs> Well, first of all, when the show is done, single ladies, you can come see me. We can totally do this. I, I need a list of the number of, or what team jerseys you own and how many cats. Because, you know, you can be a little desperate. We don't want you too desperate. <laughs> At this point, beggars can't be choosers, mother. Um, Andrea, you can be Stop. first in line. <laughs> Do we have a match? <laughs> okay. Now, what was the second part of that question? Well, it was, what kind of girl would you like him to bring home for Christmas dinner? Um, I want the girl that's going to bring the ham and scalloped potatoes. <laughs> so the whole dinner? To go with our tacos in a bag. <laughs> That sounds awesome, actually. That's really cool. Okay, do you have any embarrassing uh, stories about Ty that we can expose? Oh, yes. We're live to the world online and to a lot of people here right now. Okay, um, where do we start? (laughs) Wow, she's got an essay. This is awesome. Um, There was one weekend, grade one, two, I'm thinking, and we had watched... Dumb, oh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber over the weekend. So Monday afternoon, I'm at work, and I get a call from Grandpa. And he is laughing his face off, going, Do you know what this stupid kid did today? He stuck his tongue to a pole. <laughs> okay, how did he get it off? Um, the teachers helped. Um, it was really raw, I guess. I was stuck there for 15 minutes. Nobody knew I was there. <laughs> By yourself? Yeah. yeah that was smart. <laughs> okay. I thought my tongue would go that long. It doesn't. Okay. okay. One more question. Uh, any advice for ladies that want to woo your son? Because, I mean, you know him the best. Okay. And I'm sure you're going to want Taylor to do this for you. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so... I think to woo my son, you know, um, once he opens the door coming home from work, there needs to be a line of fried bacon leading to the bedroom. Wow. (laughs) I think any guy would want that. Right. That's what I thought. That's kind of where I was going with that. Okay. Ty, do you have any questions to ask your mom? Remember, this is live and you are under oath. I just want to know what is wrong with people that they wanted me here. <laughs> hey, it's, I'm just the man of the people. Am I actually the favorite? <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> now that's the most tender moment we've ever had on this podcast. Uh, Janice... I I sent you the script in advance. I thought it would be fun if you read our uh, sponsorship uh, script for you right now. So take it away before we move to the next part of the the show. We'll start with shop like a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that coaching carousel. (laughs) People are actually playing. Well done. This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by ATB Financial. Tired of paying banking fees when you can't remember the last time you went into a branch? You spoke, ATB listened. And they've created 
a no monthly fee digital account with a line of credit that makes banking work for you. By doing most of your banking digitally, you'll avoid monthly fees and get unlimited digital transaction. It's 24-7 banking at its finest. Visit atb.com today to sign up for a no-fee all-in account and discover digital banking that works for you. Yes, well done, Janice. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> I will never forgive you, Travis. How many times have you said that, man? How many episodes do we have? Uh, two sixteen. Yeah, yeah this is about probably about two hundred. I okay. mean, some of those have been taped. <laughs> Let's start talking a little bit of football. The Vanier Cup is coming up on Saturday. It's the UFC versus Montreal. Uh, of course, it's way uh, out on the eastern side of Canada, and the league is looking at partnering up again and uh, having the Vanier Cup with the Grey Cup. By a show of hands, if the Vanier Cup was Saturday here at McMahon Stadium, or even tomorrow, would you go? Look at that. I think it's a no-brainer for the league time. Uh, the only thing, the only detriment is that there's going to be the schools that are hosting aren't going to get the influx of, of money in the tourism right, aspect. Right. But other than that... What? You mean Laval. Oh. <laughs> I don't not mean Laval. Uh, but to have it on the same weekend in the same spot... We saw in Toronto. Oh yeah, in Vancouver, one of the greatest uh, football it, games. One of the I've best ever football games we've ever watched. Uh, I, I, it's like you said, it's a no-brainer. These are the guys that are going to get drafted uh, in the Canadian draft that are going to play in the league, and it's nice to uh, to have a chance to get to see it. And it is a national championship. It would be nice on the biggest stage. It's such an interesting Grey Cup because last year we were here. Talking about the Atlantic Schooners, of course we found out they were going to be the Schooners on the Friday night, and we're here a year later hoping that the stadium's even going to get built, but the CFL, I guess they're going to announce tomorrow an international alliance of gridiron football with Mexico, Japan, Great Britain, Austria, Germany, France, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Italy. Can you just say Europe? I probably should have. Yeah. But they're going to announce that tomorrow. I, I've warmed up to the CFL 2.0 stuff. Uh, I'm glad that they're talking about bringing the Vanier Cup to the Grey Cup City. Um, and this is good stuff. But I'm, I'm worried more about the schooners than any of this other stuff. I, I think there's a lot to be worried about. Everything that we've heard since the announcement hasn't been good. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there is stuff going on at City Hall that there is somebody fully against this whole thing right now and it it sucks but at the same time if it's not going to be fiscally viable then do we really want to go down this route yeah, and end up having to fold another franchise okay tonight are the cfl awards uh i don't know how many people are going but i think we're all invested in uh, who's going to be winning what so i figured i would do a survey with everybody here today Let's start with uh, Coach of the Year. Just by yells and hollers and clapping or whatever, who's, who's got Craig Dickinson winning this? Okay, who's got Orlando Steinauer? Who wishes it was Kahari Jones? <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Okay, most outstanding rookie. Nate Hawley of the Calgary Stampeders. Jake Winicky of the Montreal Alouettes. What do you give the decision to? I think Hawley. I think Hawley, yeah, but, but I mean, that, that's home field advantage, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, most outstanding special teams player, Mike Miller of the Bombers. <laughs> or Frankie Williams of the Tiger Cats. All right. All right. Now, I appreciate uh, Derek's uh, contribution to this one. Most outstanding offensive lineman, Stanley Bryant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Chris Van Zyl. Wow. Yeah, you know what? He was released by the Argos. Now... He's up for most outstanding offensive lineman. And we wonder why the Argos were so bad. Oh. Are there any real Argo fans? Oh, there is. They do exist. 
<laughs> no, no. Yeah, that guy's an Eskimo fan. <laughs> okay, most outstanding Canadian, Cameron Judge. The green section. Uh, or Hinoch Muamba. That's pretty even. Muamba? Muamba. Okay. Okay. Most outstanding defensive player, Willie Jefferson. Okay, Simone Lawrence. <laughs> yes, let the hate flow through you. The most popular player in the CFL, Simone Lawrence. Probably gets the most mentions. <laughs> That's true. Okay, the big one. Most outstanding player. Cody Fajardo. Okay, Speedy B. I think I agree with that, Kill. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, I, I would have voted for Brandon Banks, but uh, that is just me. Okay, let's let's talk about the 107th Grey Cup coming up on Sunday. Joe Pritchard of the Rouge, White, and Blue podcast. Mike Graham of Podski Wee Wee are going to help us preview this game quickly. Uh, you need to know that the Tiger Cats swept the Bombers heading into this thing. <laughs> And they're looking to make it three in a row. Joe, I'm going to start with you. We have the 1990 hanging over this Grey Cup. Does it feel real that you're going to be playing on Sunday? Well, we're here, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are here. So, I got to ask, you came, is it Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah, just outside of Madison, yep. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, how many Grey Cups have you been to now? Uh, this will be my fifth. Okay, okay. Awesome. Uh, when did you become a Bomber fan? Was it after 1990? Uh, yeah, quite a bit after 1990. I, I want to say it was right around 2005. Okay, so we got to know here, whichever team does not win the Grey Cup, obviously is the only team not to win one this decade, but it also means that every other team except for one has won a Grey Cup this decade. So there's a lot on the line on Sunday. How are you feeling? Hopeful. Okay, awesome. I like that answer. There's been all sorts of rumors about Mike O'Shea and there being no contract past this season. Kyle Walters has said they're going to get it done. Mike O'Shea says he wants to get it done. Is this contract situation any sort of a distraction on Sunday, and do you think it's going to get done? Uh, let's not talk about the coaching carousel until Monday. Uh, let's hey, not even think buddy. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a distraction. I think they'll focus on the game. Big plays. Okay, the Ticats have uh, 31 plays over 30 yards this season. How do the Bombers limit those on Sunday? seems like the defensive scheme they like to run is one that's good at limiting the big plays, so I'm not too worried about a huge one. Uh, as long as they can make the tackles on the short stuff, they should have a good game. Okay, awesome. How big is momentum for this Winnipeg team right now? Uh, you know, they've had, they didn't have the bye, which everybody we kind of thought that at the beginning of the year they had a shot at it, uh, so we kind of figured that they would be hosting a West Final or at least a semifinal. Uh, but you know, playing two games in a row against two opponents that they were underdogs both games, how bi- and winning both of those, how big is momentum for this team right now? It's hard to talk about momentum because every week is a different week, but they've played two of their best games of the season back to back. If they could find if they could find it in them to do it one more time. Uh, I like the ch- I like their chances on Sunday. So, I wrote off Zach Kalaros at the end of last year. A I lot think of people, a lot of us did. <laughs> a lot of people wrote him off after the after week one against Hamilton. Um, he's looked pretty good the last three weeks, and he's made the plays that he's had to. Uh, he's and you know he's made the plays to get the Bombers to this point. H- how has this team rallied around him, and, and is he your quarterback coming into next season? Well, he's our quarterback on Sunday. We'll talk about next season on Monday. <laughs> okay, Mike Somebody watch the coach's press conference. <laughs> yeah. see. It, it just seems to me that as long as he can get the ball out to all the weapons the Bombers have, they're going to have some success. Okay, the Bombers have the least passing yards in the league, but they dominate in rushing yards, obviously. Andrew Harris only had 10 carries in the West Final. How many, ideally, would you like to see him have on Sunday? I would say 15 is a good number to shoot for, but uh, 
keeping keeping the Ticats defense off balance is going to be very important. So being able to mix it up and keep them on their heels is going to be more important than relying on one person. The Bombers have so many weapons they can go to that focusing on one person in the game plan just doesn't make any sense. And the Ticats beat the Bombers in both of their meetings this year. What has changed since these last two, these two teams last played in September, uh, quarterbacks uh, <laughs> Matt Nichols the first time, Chris Treveller the second time, and it's going to be Zach Claros and Treveller the third time. So, three different quarterbacks, three different game plans. It's yeah. going to be a completely different look. Okay, Mike Potsky, wee wee. Now we got to start here. I heard that at the beginning of the year, you said you would shave your legs if the Tie Cats finished. Above nine and nine, and they ended at fifteen and three. I don't remember that. You don't remember that. <laughs> okay, well, we remember that. <laughs> and just the knees down, though. Oh yeah, we're not, we're not going thigh. No, we're not going no. knees down. I totally, I totally get that. It's not that bad. <laughs> Okay, so we brought you some shaving cream. So we're doing this now. No, I don't think it's sanitary if we do it now. Right, but... You, but when we see you at Spirit of Edmonton tonight, it will be done. So I have to bring the razors in? No, the, no, you do it before, but we oh, will be checking. <laughs> okay, everybody wants to see you with your legs shaven. So by when... Uh, what point of the weekend are you going to have this done? Now! <laughs> Well, I gotta check into my hotel room, so okay. Maybe I'll do it when I get back, and then okay. I'll come out to the spirit, and never can see my beautiful shaved legs. Okay, don't cut yourself. I know how uh, we'll that thing's brand new, man. Brand new, and I we got it that. for you. <laughs> it is off brand, though. Oh. Okay, PC points. <laughs> this is the fourth straight Grey Cup that Jacarid Davis has played in. Obviously, the past three with the Calgary Stampeders. Talk about that ferocious Ticats defensive line. We got Big Teddy in the middle. We got Dylan Wynn in the middle as well. Uh, Julian Hauser on the outside. And then you mentioned Jacarid Davis. So I put it up against any defensive line in the league, to be honest with you. Any? Any. Any. That's right. That's bold. Well, they're in the they're in the great cup. I, I so. guess. I mean, <laughs> numbers never lie. Uh, so Dane Evans turned twenty six on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, do you worry about pressure getting to him? Like it seemed like the bye week hitting in these final didn't really matter. A little bit, just because you know it's his first great cup game. Obviously, um, I was worried a little bit last week that it might happen as well. But uh, I have full faith in Dane Evans. I think he's the the guy in the future, the he's going to have a good game with us. It, is he the starter week one next year? I love Jeremiah Mazzoli, I really do. Oh. But uh, I, I think he's the guy. They signed him to a three-year contract in the offseason when he was the backup. Mm-hmm. So you got to go with him. Tyrell Sutton has been taking the starting reps at running back. Is that just a smoke screen uh, for Cameron Marshall, who has started the last few games? And do the Ticats really even need a rushing game? Because they haven't really had much of one, and you're against the number one rush defense in the CFL and the Bombers. Well, I think the weather's supposed to be nice on yeah. Sunday, so Dane will be able to chuck the ball up or whatever, but I think we do need a good balanced attack. Calrell Sutton has been a great running back in this league, and he's proved himself again this year, so... I like, you know, if he's back there, if Cam Martin's back there, I have confidence that the offensive line will open up the holes for him. The 36-year-old Chris Van Zyla was released by the Argos. We already talked to him a little bit and signed with the Cats. He's now up for the most outstanding O-lineman tonight. Has he been, like, the biggest low-key, maybe not low-key, but underrated acquisition for the team? He's been a huge addition. You know, you got him... And uh, Riker Matthews as their tackles. I think they're the two best tackles in the league. I know I'm biased, but yeah. Um, yeah. But another under the radar signing that the Argos released was Braylon Addison. So we've, we've gained a lot from the Argos this year. And thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Argo fans. <laughs> it's they're 15 and three. It, it's really hard to find a weakness in, on this team right now. What is your biggest worry come Sunday? Turnovers. Uh, I think if, you know, don't get me wrong, I think Dane's the best 
Number one. <laughs> he no. should be up for MOP. Yeah, he should. I think so. Him and Brandon Banks, give it both of them. Uh, but yeah, that's the big thing, turnovers, right? You know, if, if they turn over the ball, then we might be in trouble. But otherwise, I'm pretty confident. All right, awesome. Joe Pritchard, Mike Graham, thanks so much for joining us here to preview the 107th Grey Cup coming up Sunday at McMahon Stadium. I think we're going to continue with the show. We're going to get to the eating right away here. I do have to point out Safamod is here from the Piffles podcast. (laughs) Because Not the the podcast, just Saf in general. The Canadian Football Podcast Network (laughs) Fantasy Challenge finals are taking place during the Grey Cup. It's Safamod versus Brazilian Thai. Are you going to reveal your lineup before uh, Sunday's big game? No. Why, why would I do that? Okay. Travis, Travis, do you mind if I make a suggestion? Okay, yeah, sure. All Stampeders. <laughs> All Stampeders. Just top to bottom. And how that would go for you in the regular it's, season, right? It's Ryan. a winning strategy, I promise. I encourage you to do it. All right. All Stampeders. Who are you picking? Okay, not all Stampeders. <laughs> I, there is a way that I can get the lineup I want, but I don't really want to start David Watford, so. (laughs) I dare you. I dare you. He actually did say he was going to build a trophy after this thing if he wins, so he's going to be unbearable, so please beat him on Sunday. Thanks, man. Uh, Okay, Ryan, we're going to get ready to do the heavyweight introductions here for the heavyweight battle and this brisket eating contest. I am nervous sick about this. (laughs) I think my reign is going to come to an end here. But uh, take it away, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. One round of completely unsanctioned brisket eating presented by the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Our three contestants will have five minutes to eat as much brisket as they can. In the event that any contestants finish their four-pound portion of brisket, the one that does it first will be declared the winner. If no contestant finishes, the winner will be determined by weighing the remaining brisket at the end of five minutes. And now, for the dozens in attendance here at Booker's and the Hundreds listening via podcast, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Live from the sold out Booker's Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, it's time! <laughs> Introducing first, she is the general manager here at Booker's and a Kansas City Barbecue Society certified barbecue judge. She stands five feet and three quarter inches tall with weight undisclosed. Eating out of Calgary, Alberta, by way of Kelowna, British Columbia, presenting Fallon. Give him half. Thank you. Introducing next, he is an anchor on the offensive line for the hometown Calgary Stampeders and a Temple University alumni. He stands six foot three and weighs in at three hundred and forty-eight pounds. Six four. Sorry, I took it off the website, man. (laughs) From Queens, New York, USA, number sixty-three, Derek Bone Crusher Dennis. And lastly, back to defend his title from last year with a record of one win and zero loss. He is also the record holder in Glendon, Alberta, for eating 12 pierogies in 18 seconds. He is a host of Two and Out CFL podcast and an on-air personality from Red Deer's Z98.9 FM. He stands six feet tall and weighs in at the equivalent of 2,200 pierogies. From Red Deer, Alberta, by way of Lloydminster, Saskatchewan, Canada, Travis, the pierogi prince, Kerrah! All right, Fallon, I got to ask you first. Did you know what you were getting into when this whole thing started? (laughs) Give me some light here. Um, I knew what was going to happen, but I don't think I realized how much four pounds of brisket is. I haven't seen what it looks like. I'm kind of worried. You should be. Okay, you're a certified barbecue judge? 
how does this happen? Because it sounds like the dream job. <laughs> I mean, I'm passionate about barbecue. So when someone's having a barbecue, I just like to slide that in, and then everyone brings their A game. Really, it's for so is there like a test you have to do or what? I actually took a course, so I am certified and I can judge real competitions. I think she's the real deal. And I think she might beat us. <laughs> and I think that would be the best. <laughs> okay, uh, Derek, I have to ask you. Uh, our friend Ryan Ballantyne sends you a message the other day and says, Hey, you want into a brisket eating contest? What goes through your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the first thing that went to my head was, why would you think I want to eat a, a ton of brisket? But, but then, then I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, I might be okay at it. Why not give it a, give it a try? Okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, I have to ask you, Connie is like one of the most famous Stampede oh, yeah. fans out there. I love Connie. And there was this big story uh, last week about how she brings cookies to Stampede or practice. Every week. Describe these, because I tried to get cookies, and she said, "You're not a Calgary Stampeder. Leave me alone." No, you have to, you have to be a Stampeder player, and uh, you can't be a rookie because she doesn't allow first year guys to get it. Because then she's scared to leave. That's basically hazing. I mean, that's that's her rule. She she does the baking, not me. But I guess when you're when you've been here for a while, you've been here for a couple years, and you're I guess you're a known player. She doesn't mind. Whipping up your favorite recipe of cookies, and she brings them to practice every uh, day two or day three. So, what's your favorite recipe of cookies? M&M sugar cookies. <laughs> this sounds good. Yeah. Maybe we should have got some of those, man. Yeah, those, <laughs> hey, those things go. <laughs> now, you are usually busy during Grey Cup week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> <sighs> Wait a Way to hit it where it hurts. I don't, I'm not trying to piss you off. <laughs> That's the last thing I need. But um, is it nice to sort of enjoy the festivities in your own city? Uh, to be honest, me personally, no. I'd, I'd rather be playing in the game and doing all the other stuff. But, I mean, it is a nice opportunity to just hang around and meet CFL fans and say hello and kind of put a, a name to a face. Because, you know, most of the time a lot of us wear helmets and – me, I wear a visor, so you probably would never know who I was if I wasn't so uh, so uh, vocal, right? In a sense, so uh, it's nice to just get out, and meet the fans, say hello, and just show our appreciation as players for, for for the support that we get during the season. You're very vocal on Twitter. Do some of the people that uh, chirp you on there? Do they do it to your face? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. I wish someone would say some of the stuff that people write me on Twitter to my face. I mean. Normally it wouldn't make you mad, but I probably would just laugh. Like right. I, I enjoy it; it's fun. Like I like the heckling, I like the back and forth, I like the banner with fan bases. It just—I feel like it brings another element to the league and the game that just connects the players to the fans more. I think I heard that you have a—is it a journalism degree? Yeah, I have a—I have a, a degree in broadcast journalism. So, is there a spot on the TSN panel for you when your career's over? I hope so. We I, need I, an I, alignment I've been, I've been, there. Listen, I tweeted them to try to get on it this week. Yeah. Apparently, I heard that they picked Sean Lemon, but you guys chirp each other on Twitter a lot. <laughs> Yo, honestly, <laughs> it's it's funny because. We do more chirping through text and, like, through texting each other and calling each other than we actually do on the Internet. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Ryan, Horseman Radio, he's going to be with Ryan of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. I think we're going to start with this eating challenge right now. Tyrell is going to be our official timer. Allegedly. (laughs) Oh. That's a drink. That's a drink. There we go. Five minutes doesn't sound like a lot of time to eat four pounds of meat. When oh, when you start, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. nervous now. I'm, I know I'm going to lose this. He so is, take he it is away. living rent-free in your head right now. Yes, he is. I am now a competitor, and I'm ready to go. All right, well, we got the, uh, the brisket out here. I just want to introduce Ryan Valentine. You may recognize him from his time on Big Brother Canada. And perhaps you've heard his uh, silky smooth voice. As a host of the Horseman Radio Calgary Stampeders podcast, Ryan, welcome to the, uh, the show here today. It's, it's good to be back on. It's weird, though, because, of course, this being the sequel, last year I got to talk about my team in the Great Cup. And uh, this year I just get to do play-by-play 
of a brisket eating contest. So the season really didn't work out the way I hoped. <laughs> uh, Are you living the dream? Yeah, I was hoping this, this guest spot would be again uh, talking to uh, Mike about why the Ticats would be losing on Sunday. But I mean, I still think they will. But we can, we can talk about that after the show as opposed to on the show, yeah. I suppose. So while we, uh, we have a couple minutes here, talk about the Wandering Glens. This is a, uh, kind of a new group that's uh, been put together here. Yeah, you know, yeah. we had talked about the Wandering Glens for a couple years within the podcast network now, and it was always, yeah, that's a great idea, but you know what I don't have is 250 bucks to buy a Kevin Glenn jersey. <laughs> um, and so, fortunately, the good folks at the Great Cup Festival this year, uh, I reached out to them, and they awesome. said, they said, you know what, this is a great idea, you're right, um, it, it's, it would be a great thing, so they actually donated the jerseys to the Podcast Network this year, so uh, big thanks go out to the uh, Great Cup Festival and Jordan McLeod, in particular, with the Great Cup Festival. That's awesome, um, outstanding. Because as divided as a nation as Canada seems to be from this province right now, um, there's one thread that ties us all together, and that's Kevin Glenn. Uh, everybody, everybody can say at one point or another, yeah, I thought about Kevin Glenn and what he was going to do for us at quarterback this year, even for the one hour he belonged to the Toronto Argonauts. Um, and so I know that the people in Atlanta, Canada are listening, and the Schooners ownership group is obviously a dedicated 2-0 fan base. Uh, oh, so, all, like 50% of our yeah, fans, man. You, you sign, you've got to sign Kevin Glenn to a one-day contract, award him a jersey, and have the rest of the Wandering Glens there so that we can nominate a new Wandering Glen in the Atlantic Schooner jersey and get the 10 for 10. Uh, because if you don't do it, I think it's a definitely a PR miss. Absolutely. Uh, out there in Atlantic Canada. So sign Kevin Glenn. Get uh, another wandering blend in the jersey, and just so you know, anyone can be a wandering blend. Uh, right now, we got an Eskimo fan in an Argo jersey. Uh, we have another one in a red blacks jersey. So uh, just you know, we, it, reach out to us on Twitter at Wandering Glens, and maybe you too can join uh, kind of this fellowship of the blend. Awesome. So the good, uh, the good folks from Booker's, they're just weighing the, uh, the brisket in the back right now. Ryan, a few thoughts on the game coming up Sunday. Uh, the game coming up Sunday, I mean, obviously, like I said, I think after watching what Winnipeg's defense was able to do to Calgary's offense and then Saskatchewan's offense, as good as Hamilton's offense is, Winnipeg's defense is no joke. They came to play. They shut down Bo Levi Mitchell, who's won more games uh, at a, a higher clip than anybody else. Oh, oh hold on here. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> no, we, look, we're talking about That's one game on counts? Sunday, which is important, but what we're looking is at right now is, is far more That just took yeah. just bring the that, whole That is half a cow. Bite the back of the back And that's one portion. That is one portion. It's monster. Last year it was how many fast can you eat like 10 pierogies? I'm done. This year, this year, we've got a platter and a half of beef. I, I did not think four pounds of brisket was going to be that much. Here to bed, but this is going to be a lot of meat on that tray right now. Like, that's a solid seven minutes. At the same time, is this what heaven is? Yeah, well, yeah, this is, like, I'm super jealous. I'm so, jealous. so, Travis, talk about strategy here. What's your, uh, what's your thought? Well, just, I think... You go as fast as possible before your brain knows what's happening. And mine process is pretty slow, so I might be good. (laughs) I I think before before you feel full, you just got to power through and go as fast as you can. And now, is is there a sauce coming to help that slide down a little faster? Is it too late to back out now? Just Look, you can still Lord enjoy Jesus. what you're going to be given. You don't have to <laughs> That's finish. That's a lot it. of meat. That you is. don't have to finish. Yeah, you don't have to finish. It's it's, it's not like yeah, but see, I'm a I'm a competitor. Well, I got so my, it's, it's not it's, like it's only not your pride. It's not like when Bo says hot and you got lemon right in your face and you're just going to finish. Like you just put them down and that's it. You don't have to do that here. You can just I do kind of though. Casual. I know you. I don't do. know no other way to be. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you have an appearance at 5 o'clock? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking. I'm supposed to be doing a 30-minute Q&A after oh, this. Oh, so. <laughs> well, sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, uh, Ty, oh, if you're ready with the sauce. Okay, there's some barbecue sauce. Sauce or no sauce, folks? Should we get the sauce described by the expert? It's gluten-free. Kansas City. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah this we is should have be the awesome. expert uh, jump on the mic and talk about the sauce yeah. that you can get down here at Booker's. Barbecue... Grilling Crab Shack, grill, barbecue grilling Crab Shack. It is really tough being short in this group. Um, <laughs> this is our house-made Kansas City barbecue sauce. It's a traditional bold flavor, kind of smoky, kind of spicy. Hands down, the most popular of the three that we have on your tables right now. It is gluten-free, and it's, <laughs> and it's good. All right. Sick, just looking at it. That's a huge amount. Okay. And I think I'm going to take my belt off. Don't judge. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to judge. You're the certified judge. We're just uncertified judges. However you yeah. want to go, man. Just oh, yeah, dive yeah. in. Just dive just in. Dive in. All right. Just are we ready in. with the timer? <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. All right. So Travis... Dug in no sauce. Yeah, don't no sauce. Travis went no sauce. Yeah, Fallon. Dennis is going with sauce. Fallon Just also is yep. going a side of sauce. Yeah, a little the Fallon's doing the dip over there. Sauce on side. Sauce, sauce yeah. on side. Yeah. As as we talk about. And De- Derek just kind of poured the sauce over top. See, it's interesting the difference between this this year's competition and last year, of course, because last year was a speed competition. Yep. How fast can you get the pierogies down? Yep. And not only did Travis get them down and up and down <laughs> a couple times during that competition, he was able to win the whole thing. Yep. He and, also and wasn't he was, chewing. No, he was just yeah. swallowing the yes. whole and yep. hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no doing that with the brisket here. No, no. And no. see, again, we've got a certified judge in the yep. competition yep. this year with Fallon. But the interesting thing to me on this yep. is you've got Fallon, who is a judge, but I don't think judges eat for speed. No, no. I think judges uh, eat for quality. Taking, they eat for tenderness. Yeah, they eat for uh, taste. Yeah, barbecue they judge. Eat for they're, an taking, over, yeah, exactly. they're taking a bite. And, and with one minute in, one, again, yeah. this is a patience competition. Yeah. Now, Derek, as an offensive lineman, he's a guy that goes, oh, the quarterback's paying tonight? Well, I'm ordering the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's done here. That's what he's done here. As he's got a massive plate of brisket in front of him, but he's, he's eating it slow. He's wiping his hands with that. He's chewing. He's enjoying it. I think the problem with this with the pierogi is just like kind of a doughy substance. If you can knock it back, you don't have to enjoy it. But with a Booker's it. Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack plate of brisket, it tastes too good to fire it down this the gullet. This is so good, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a lot of this is good. And of course, Fallon's going to believe that yep. and, and own that because this is her place. Yep. So she's going to know that this is quality barbecue because yep. you've got a certified judge yep. who's checking the quality That's of right. the beef yep. every day. Well, she was telling me yesterday she was craving brisket. She's craving she brisket. Said, yeah, yesterday she kept wanting. We are two minutes in here, folks. <laughs> No, so so Dennis Dennis is complaining now because he says that he's got bigger pieces, like he's got shavings of sides of beef, where the other guys have smaller, more consumable chunks. So I wonder if you don't dig down, maybe in the <laughs> being offered some, I think that might be considered cheating. That I want be. you to get disqualified, Fallon. But Travis is making his way through. Uh, Travis, While made we're a dent. talking, Travis, yeah, Travis is made a dent, dent over there. Or he spread it out on the tray. One of the well, two. yeah, you, like that old kid trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished my peas. Look, they're yeah. barely any. They're, the heap isn't there anymore. I just, I just fed my peas to the cat. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk about brisket a little bit really quick. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, brisket's kind of the, the chest muscle of the cow. So it's a very uh, a hard muscle, not as, you know. Um, so so it, it's set up really nicely for barbecue. This is probably cooked over 15 to 16 hours, I would think. So it's a very long, slow cooking process. You've got to get it up to temperature, let those fats break down in there. And then that just makes it uh, soft as all can be to chuck down in a hurry here. So two minutes to go in the contest. Yeah. Travis is. He's made Travis a dent. definitely does not have the he highest has, stack anymore. No, he's made he's a dent. It. Derek looks a little nervous now. <laughs> yeah, he, he feels like he might not have a chance here. Fallon yeah. in the middle again, just oh. enjoying the big plate of brisket. Yeah. We can also say we didn't see anybody actually weigh this. No, it was true. all done backstage. Yeah, so Fallon probably cheated. That's true. I I imagine Travis is cheating actually. Yeah. He, he paid <laughs> because he paid to, somebody backstage. To be the boss, you allegedly, allegedly cheating. And and well, you, when you're the champion, you can't afford to have your crown taken away from you. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you kind of champion. Give me, advantage. give me that three-pound uh, plate. On the, 
We are approaching one minute left here, folks. One minute. Uh, I'm really curious as to see how Travis is going to waddle around the spirit of Edmonton. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. With all of this. So we are, yeah. 50, 55 seconds left to get in the competition. 55 here, seconds. 55. Oh, hey, oh Ty's hey, mom's coming cheating. in. Ty's mom is uh, coming in. Helping out Fallon. <laughs> Some, uh, I believe in the wrestling world they call that a run-in. <laughs> We've got uh, the run-in for so Ty's mom. Interference. Yeah. But surprisingly, a heel turn as yeah. she goes to help Fallon instead of Travis. <laughs> who may actually finish this plate. Like, yeah. He's got 30 seconds 30 left, seconds and he's left. down to the last layer. Yeah. Travis is crushing this. He's not even chewing. I'm just excited that we don't have to go grocery shopping now. Yeah, well, you're not going to have to go grocery shopping for a while, is you, Travis? <laughs> Although, again... Oh, here we go. oh, it looked like there might have been a reversal there right. for a second. Ten, oh, ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, oh, six, five, four, three, two, one. Stop. That is it. That is the brisket eating competition. And uh, I'm not ashamed to beg for leftovers, but Travis's plate. I'll be in there. Travis's plate is pretty empty. All right, let's weigh him. But we're going to have to do the official weigh-in. Can we get the scale? Uh, we scale have the back scales? Here? I have way more meat on my plate. We have the scales? Yeah, we're going to put Derek's thing on it. It's going to say six pounds still. <laughs> did, the, did the scales disappear? Yeah, they're coming, now. They're coming back they're coming? All right. Uh, how did it feel, oh, Travis, feeling over the there. defending there champion? How did you feel? Well, I feel good, but bad. <laughs> Feels good about his results. Feels yeah. good about the taste. Yeah. Feels good about everything involving the brisket. That might have okay. been the best brisket I've ever had. We are going to start with, with... Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll go, we'll go left to right. Okay. Start here with Derek. Somebody's left to somebody's right. Oh, yeah, we got a zero at the platter. No, they're all the same tray, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay. They are all the same tray, so don't take this into the four pounds of brisket. We got we to gotta eliminate the tray weight, but we're not going to do that now. It is on. Our official weight of Derek, Derek Dennis's plate. I got the meat sweats Derek, ready. 4.39 pounds. 4.39. <laughs> so, if this, if this empty tray does not weigh more than four pounds... <laughs> It includes so, the tray, right? So, Derek, Derek with the tray, Dennis. That's, that's with the tray. Derek Dennis is four pounds of brisket. That's with the tray, So Derek, uh, Derek, when he finished, he added 0.4 pounds of brisket to his tray. That, that's a lot of sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sauce wasn't weighed. The sauce wasn't yeah, weighed. they added more weight to the tray. Fallon in at 4.065. 4.06. She only added 0.06 pounds of brisket. And Travis comes in. I think this is our winner right here. It's going to be a pound. What? (laughs) 3.174. Our winner and defending champion, Travis the Pierogi Prince, Kura. I'm okay. Are the meat sweats starting yet? But the meat sweats are not a... uh, The Prince of Pierogies, the Baron of Brisket. (laughs) The Baron of Brisket. I love it. (laughs) is officially your winner. All right, Fallon. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm sticking with that story. Fallon gets the silver medal tonight? Is that the big story? Well, Fallon gets silver medal. Derek Dennis is questioning the integrity of the contest. I am. I uh, second that motion. Not only it when a tray came out, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> something doesn't add up." Yeah, unfortunately, they gave you by your initial weigh-in uh, before the contest by proportion. <laughs> oh, okay. I got to so finish this guy. thing. We don't have you much to, to do. The, the tray? No. <laughs> you, you Does anybody want some left. brisket? <laughs> hey, thanks Everybody. so much for coming out to this fun little show today. Should we do it in Regina? All right. Can we do cabbage rolls? (laughs) Oh, wow. Cabbage rolls. I will will leave. I will leave. My wife would hate me. You know what? I would take... 
chicken nuggets. Oh, if we're doing chicken nuggets. Wanna, man. I'd love to do the play-by-play on a kielbasa contest. I'm not going to lie. All right. All right. Make it a date in Regina. Derek, thanks so much for taking oh, part in this. <laughs> We are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Thank you to Kyle Marshall from Media Lab YYC. It's a space dedicated to help creators with video and audio creation. MediaLabYYC.com. He hosts two podcasts, Creative Block, and also Putting It Together. So check out his work. One more question. Let's see who's going to win the Grey Cup on Sunday. We start with the underdogs, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. I'm a part of the Canadian Mafia. Brazilian tie, who do you got? Well, I think it's pretty obvious that Hamilton by, Hamilton covers. Hamilton wins the money line and the over. Whoa! Thank you so much for coming out to 2 and Out Live, the sequel. Thank you to Booker's Barbecue Grill and Crab Shack. And we'll see you at the Spirit of Edmonton. Yeah. All right, everybody, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for uh, coming out, helping us support Canadian uh, CFL fans fight cancer. Their big fundraiser goes uh, Sunday, Saturday. But I was like, God damn! On Saturday, sorry, noon to 3 p.m. at Melrose Cafe and Bar and Cowboys. So if you're hanging out at the festival site, stop in and check it out. I just got to say, everybody, this is this is great cup for me right here. Everybody coming from across the country, different teams. It doesn't matter. Hanging out, having a good time, supporting a good cause. This is what the CFL and Grey Cup is all about for me. Thanks again to Booker's. Uh, you're welcome to stick around. Your wristband gets you happy hour pricing on drinks and snacks all evening. And, uh, and just enjoy your Grey Cup festival, everybody. Be safe out there. If you've been uh, celebrating a little too much, make sure to use public transit or a cab or Uber. And have a great week. Thank you. And there's lots of brisket up here, so come on up and get some. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.